Welcome back to the Minecraft Short Stories Podcast. In this episode today, we have two stories. One by a listener. I do not have their name written down, but I will credit them inside the description. And an original story by me, Camels. Also, yes, we did reach 100 subscribers. We are 133 at the time of recording. And Grayson will be on the show. I presume next episode, next one to be released, but it may be the episode after that. Anyway, watch out for that. Also, yes, the podcast was taken down from Spotify and Apple Podcasts about uh, three weeks ago. And the reasons for that are that it was in violation of one of Mojang's rules in terms of service. So the reason it was taken down was because on the cover art of the podcast, what you first see when you look up Minecraft Short Stories on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, the Minecraft is larger than the short stories and thus can be taken down on the grounds that it is acting as an official Minecraft podcast. So it was taken down and it got back up, but you will see some changes. Probably the first thing you guys noticed was that the cover has changed. I think it looks even better now. But Short Stories is now larger than Minecraft, and also at the bottom of the podcast start, it says an unofficial Minecraft show. Also inside the description of the podcast and all the episodes' descriptions from now on, it will say, not a Mojang product, not associated or approved by Mojang. So that's that, but luckily we got the podcast back up, and I will continue releasing episodes. Talking about that, I will not be releasing episodes weekly. For the next month, as I have a lot of tests and large things I need to do for school, so I do not have the time to write and produce this podcast, but I will try to get an episode out within the next month. Anyways, I hope you guys enjoy the story. But first, a word from our sponsor. The first story is by a listener. I credited them inside the description. The End of the End Chapter 1 The Prophecy Eons ago, a mysterious being known as the Illusioner made a prophecy. It stated that when the Ender Dragon was slain, the End Dimension would crumble, the terror from the stars would end, and the Endermen and Shulkers would be wiped out. However, that should never happen, because the Ender Dragon was nearly impossible to slay. Chapter 2 Arrival of the Player The End was Peaceful. The Ender Dragon swooped over the mainland, and the Endermen teleported all over the place. In the Inn Cities, on the Outer Islands, the Shulker civilization traded with the Endermen, as always. Then it happened again. It happens about once a year. The air above an obsidian platform fluctuated. A green and blue spark crackled and burnt. A dark form emerged from the portal. Somebody was coming through from the overworld. Chapter 3 The Player as the player's pixels came together, the Enderman realized that something was different about this particular player. Instead of the gleaming blue armor that the Indarians were used to, this player's armor was a gleaming black. The Enderman realized that the fabled netherite was not a myth. It was real. The player pulled out a goat horn and blew it. Do do da I am Steve, and I will free the end, the player yelled. Steve pulled out his bow and fired an arrow at one of the crystals on the obsidian pillars. It exploded. The Ender Dragon roared. The battle was on. 
Chapter 4. The Battle Arrows fired from Steve's bow. Crystal after crystal exploded. After one hour, the final crystal was destroyed. The dragon roared in anger and dived at Steve. He pulled out his netherite sword and whacked the ender dragon's head. It flashed red again and again. The ender dragon was dying. It flew off. He pulled his bow out again and fired arrow after arrow at the dragon. A fire charge blew off the dragon's mouth. It exploded against Steve and he flashed red repeatedly. He flashed red one last time and then landed on his side, items flying everywhere. The Enderman and the Ender Dragon cheered. They were safe. Chapter 5 Return of the Warriors The air above the obsidian platform fluctuated once again. The green and blue sphere crackled into existence once again. However, this time, two figures clad in gleaming netherite armor emerged from the portal. Steve had brought his friend, Alex, to help. They both yelled a brutal war cry and charged the dragon. After about an hour of combat, the dragon exploded into a supernova of light. Green XP balls ran down on the players. The Ender Dragon was dead. A sphere of dark energy emerged from the dragon's corpse, the black vortex sucking everything in. Blocks of endstone broke free from the islands and vanished into the void. The Endermen screamed as they were sucked to their doom. Chapter 6 The Collapse of the Islands Everything in the end apart from the bedrock blocks around the main island crumbled into pixels and collapsed into the portal. Steve and Alex realized that they had to leave immediately, or they would suffer the same fate as the whole end dimension. Alex was blasted into pixels and sucked into the void portal. She screamed as she died. She isn't dead forever, Steve thought. She will just respawn. At least that's what he saw before he saw the messages in chat. Alex's game mode was set to hardcore. Alex was pixelated by an ender black hole. Steve realized that Alex was not responding. She had died in hardcore. Steve wanted to grieve Alex's loss, but he knew he had to leave before he suffered the same fate as her. Steve began floating towards the black hole. In desperation, he threw an ender pearl into the exit portal, skipping to the end poem. When he returned to the overworld, he respawned just where he should, the end portal room. However, it wasn't there, not at all. In its place was a giant piece of map art with the words, The end is no more. Chapter 7 A New Life Steve returned to the surface and learned to live a new life without Alex. He built a cobblestone grave for Alex and never forgot her loss. Strangely though, although not much had changed in the overworld, Steve never saw an Enderman, Enderpearl, Eye of Ender, or Ender Chest ever again. The End The next story is by me. It again does not have a name. I keep forgetting to name my stories. Uh, let's just call it The End Story. Because it's about the end. I stepped up to the glowing end portal, deep underground in the stronghold, squinting into the white stars and particles. Luckily, the stronghold was easily accessible due to the minecart track built to carry people there. My friend Cole walked up beside me, reassuringly putting a hand on my shoulder. Remember, Olivia, he said. You get these shulker shells, and we're set for life. I nodded, thinking of the daunting task before me. I had to find and successfully infiltrate an end city. But if I could, shulker shells sold for a small fortune each because of the high demand from players. I'm going into the inn to gather as many as I can, while Cole stays due to his lack of elytra. I got my elytra from my mom, who doesn't fly and knows I can take care of myself. I will, I said simply. 
I settled my nerves and stepped into the inky blackiness that would teleport me to the end. I spawned on the obsidian platform that all players spawn on, but I didn't even bother going to the mainland. With rockets, I blasted off the platform after equipping my elytra. The mainland faded out of my sight as I soared higher. Smaller islands emerged from the blackness, dotting the infinite void like fireflies at night. Most of the islands were small and secluded, but on my right and left, the edges of gigantic floating landmasses went in and then out of view. It was on one of these that N-City would be found. From the void rose another of the giant landmasses. I swerved downwards towards it and landed lightly upon the brutal endstone. The light was constant in the end, even though there were usually no nearby light sources. No one knew how. The only natural illumination came from the chorus plants, long purple and flower top, that stretched upwards for many more blocks than even the trees in the overworld. I surveyed my surroundings, but didn't see any signs of an in-city. Launching myself from the ground again, I began gliding over the island, just to make sure there weren't any cities. None, just the tan rocks and the large purple plants. Sighing, I used my rockets to jet off to another island. After only five minutes of flying, a promising landmass came into view. I scoured it from the air, not bothering to touch down. No luck here either. I took off and landed on another mainland. Quick search, still nothing. Finally, I found one. I had flown off to the right of the island I was previously exploring, and it became immediately apparent. A huge tan and purple tower jutting up from the flat landscape. I would usually just fly up to the floating ship or upper towers to gather the loot, but this time I was here for the shulker shells so it would make more sense to start from the bottom and work my way up. I touched down in front of the doorway at the bottom of the tower, stuck my head in, and peered upwards. An insanely tall, broken spiral staircase adorned with end rods. High above, I could see shulkers, immediately noticeable by the opening and closing boxes they lived in. Now, the only way I could see to get up there was to climb up the staircase, as it was too narrow to fly it with my elytra. I placed a block to reach the first step and stirred my ascent. The staircase was in relatively good shape, and I only had to place a block to help myself up infrequently. I didn't have to worry about the shulker bullets yet. I did stop and put on the armor I was storing in my inventory though. With a shield and sword in hand, I felt much safer. A few minutes later, the first shulker came into view. Its box flew open before I could take a swing at it, and I had to quickly knock it away with my shield. I slashed downwards with my sword as the shulker charged up another of the flying tan bullets. My sword struck the creature within the box, and it flashed red before closing so suddenly my sword was stuck in it. I put my hands around it and pulled, using the sword to leverage the box open. It sprang open, and as I grabbed my sword, I was struck by the bullet. It didn't hurt too much with my diamond armor, but I instantly started floating upwards and away from the shulker. My helmet smashed into the stairs above me and luckily it left me relatively unaffected. I waited for the effect to wear off while blocking the shulker's subsequent attempts to continue my floating. It finally wore off and I finished off the shulker. I placed the shulker shells inside my inventory and continued my climb. I met two more shulkers and was able to avoid their attacks long enough to finish them off. The number of purple shells in my inventory was growing and so were the dents in my shield. The relentless battering from the shulkers was really taking its toll. I could stop soon though, these shells would suffer enough for us to be well off already, but I decided I would continue more. My shield could take a few more hits. I attempted to bat off another shulker's attempt at my demise, but my shield was not up for it. 
It was apparently more damaged than I had believed. The bullet hit me, and again, I felt the tingling sensation that came with levitation. My helmet hit the ceiling once more, but this time, I heard a loud cracking and snapping sound as my helmet broke. My actual head hit the ceiling, and I winced with pain as I floated helplessly in the air. Another bullet came spinning right at me. I tried to slap it away, but the tingling still washed over me with the new dose of levitation. The bullets were still hurting me, even with my diamond armor. If I was stuck here, it would all be over. A third bullet crashed into me against all my best attempts to block it. My chest plate had a large crack across the front now, and my leggings looked about ready to break. One more of the Shulker's projectiles could finish me. I needed enough time for levitation to wear off, and then I could hopefully dispatch the Shulker. I looked around for a way to block the bullet. My eyes fell on the mangled shield still on my wrist. I knew what to do. I can feel the levitation wearing off. It just needs a little longer. I watched intently as another bullet shot out of the Shulker's box, turning and shooting right towards me. I waited and threw my shield directly at it. The shield smashed against the bullet in midair and hit the wall of the end tower across me with a clatter. The levitation fizzled out and I landed on my feet, sword brandish. Before the Shulker could even shoot another bullet, I had already dispatched of it and taken its shell. With my armor in shambles and my inventory full of shells, I carefully made my way down the now empty end spire and back to the overworld. Cole was delighted but horrified at how close I had come to death. Luckily, my troubles paid off and me and my friends were able to sell them and live comfortably. The end. I just realized that the end story ended with the end. That was not intentional, but I like it. Hope you guys enjoyed those stories. Thanks for the listener that I do not have the name of, but that is inside the description for submitting a story. Make sure to check out the YouTube channel, link in the description. While you're down there, check out all the other links. Got some cool stuff down there. Also, yes, the website has been down for a while now. And that's because I have moved from WordPress to Squarespace and am currently designing the site. I am waiting a little bit because it will cost me $36 a month, which is a little bit of a drain on my income. Well, not my income, all my savings. So, in a little while, that site should be up. I've relinked some of the newer episodes with the site that still works. It's just hosted on WordPress still. So, if you would really want to submit a story, look at one of the links inside the Quest for the Ancient Blade or the Invasion of the Swamp, and it should work. Anyways, hope you guys enjoyed, and I will see you inside the next episode.